Welcome to another My Family Thinks I'm Crazy Luke Mitchell Show Swapcast. On today's broadcast, we stream live audio directly from the Temple of Doom. Reporter and comedian Luke Mitchell is live in the field with our local expert, wise man, and personal trainer, Pierre Lemmy, a.k.a. Black Nostradamus. Our objective is a scientific, spiritual inquiry into humanity's hidden origins and the secrets of immortality. There are those who say that the great Elvis Presley is still alive. Please, they should let that great man, that misguided soul, rest in peace. He died. Let me tell you about people who are said to have died, but who lived long after their supposed deaths survivor will affect our future very, very seriously. One of these people is the man called Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler never died in Berlin, neither did his wife ever Brown. He escaped with a large group of scientists. that girl that used to only have access to the girl to the guy that was in this and her style now he's got a million in his dm and her dm try offering to fly her out wherever she wants to go blow her back and send her back home <laughs> <laughs> send her back home so this is a so this way now she's gonna be doing we're going off the rails here we're blowing back yeah we're going back off the rail <laughs> so yeah that's the rent but that's the fact that's a fact all those means are means of distraction uh, if you're if you're telling the truth if it's not entertaining it's not gonna pass Atlantean came to Egypt after he was done uh, 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 setting up the civilization there after Atlantis fell. He told uh, the guy that the people came with him, if you actually read the the the, the Emo tablets, to go around the world and actually start civilization in other places. So those guys, they would eventually end up genetically marking their their groups. So this, they also generally altered whoever was supposed to be under their care. Now, down the road, us having sex took over and we start to have Nigerian. If you have a Chinese kid and a black kid and you have a Blasian and you have all that stuff, but really speaking, they would go around to actually genetically mark what was theirs. And that's why you have the Asians, you have this, you have that. There'll be a 3% genetic variant between me and an Asian person. Isn't that like the new form of royalty, Blasians? Like nobody can screw with them. Okay? <laughs> uh, you, you, you covered all your bases if you do that.
Yeah. You want me to record the video? Yeah, please. You got it. People got to see this guy, the legend. He's here with us. I don't want to be known. <laughs> you know he's not. I, I really don't. I know. <laughs> it's too late now. You're here. You're here. Are we just going to connect a few dots and walk away? Yeah. Oh. Talk now. All right. All right. There we go. There's that Morgan Freeman voice. Beautiful. Say one more thing. Talk again. Beautiful. No, not not you. Not for the love of God, Mark. Indeed. No, but go full. Like say a full phrase. Hello, my name is. My name is Megatron. Okay. There we no, go. Optimus Prime. <laughs> All right. I'm good to go. Okay. I'm good to go too. I'm recording. Oh, Here we smart. are. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Or Salvation. Whichever one you want. Ah. <laughs> Interesting. So, Mark, it's been a while. And I messaged you. Long. Yeah, I messaged you a few days ago, and I said you gotta hear this. I'm suspicious. Anyway. I'm. I feel like you've been hiding something from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I come over here and lift some weights once in a while, but this guy is just a wealth of knowledge over here. This is uh, Pierre, it's my good friend, family nice friend. To meet you. Nice to meet you too. I'm Mark. Mark is the host of My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. So mm-hmm. we're gonna find out if your family thinks you're crazy. Oops. I don't think they care. <laughs> I don't think they care. Yeah. So today I wanted to get into, and Mark, I feel like you know a lot more about this than I do, but that, and maybe you could actually lead in the audience to where the conversation should start with regard to Nephilim. I mean, the Rothschilds. It- There's a couple of things that we need to establish first before you go anywhere. This that's yeah. We have to realize that, at some point we have to decide where the conversation is based on, on science. So if you are, if we use science as the basis of any conclusion that we come up with, then we have something to work with because sometimes people base their stuff on their emotions, their feelings, their uh, spiritual beliefs, but the science, the concrete, the one that we can all say, Hey, one plus one equals two, two by two is four. And uh, we can all agree on. So we're, yes, no, we're, we're going to agree that we're not basing it on Scientology. No, 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 Okay. So that means it give us a base ground. So if we agree that science is not something that's up for personal debates, or I, or I don't, I believe two plus two is three. Uh, sometimes I think it's five. It is what it is. So once we have that, then we can go forward. All right. Well, let's go through it then. I mean, where do we, we need to create a scientific consensus. You want, we're going to start back at the the beginning. Okay. I believe the main reason why we having everything that we have right now is we, we, we are in disagreement as to where we come from. Yes. And that disagreement creates everything that actually fall from there. Mm. Now, what we have is whole traditions and written traditions. Usually written traditions is more the scientific way to go. So you walk into a village and you see a bunch of stuff that you don't understand. The smart thing to do is to find out who's the oldest person in the village and ask him question. 
So, and if Earth is a village, who is the oldest people that we know that have been keeping tabs? And that would be the Sumerians. Except if you need someone to help you figure out your iPhone, going to the oldest person in the community is probably the worst. (laughs) So we, uh, everybody picked up somewhere, but the, the oldest recount of human history would be found in the cuneiform tablet from the Sumerian and the Babylonians. That's the birthplace of writing, modern society, technology, anything you can think of. Now, we don't call it the Middle East, whatever you want to call it. That's a different topic for a different day. But what did those people have to say? Right. The Sumerian tell us the story of an ancient race called the Anunnakis. And the Anunnakis, in every single religious text, what they tell you, something come from the heaven, down to earth, and made men. Right. The very first recount of that is the Anunnakis with the Sumerians. And what they told us when they came in, they literally manufactured men from the amulet that was already existing on the planet. Okay. So when you try to do some experiments like that, you're not going to get it right the first time around. Right. What happened is the first time you're going to get it wrong, then you get it wrong and you get it wrong. Also documented very well in the cuneiform tablets. If you look at the tale of creation that the, what are the, the tablets called? Sorry. Oh, we have several books. There's a, there's the, uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh. We have the Atra Acid, the Enuma Elish, the, the Sumerian Kings list, all those books, all those tablets and cylinders. They tell you the story about how they manipulated the first primates into producing a workforce for them. Now they didn't get it right the first time around. When they didn't get it right, that's why you went for a different version of Homo sapien, Homo erectus, and Homo this. But eventually, they got it right. And uh, their laboratory, as they named it, if you look at the uniform tablets, was a place called the Eden. That's why you wind up in the biblical text as the Garden of Eden. They call it the Garden, but according to the uh, 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 Sumerian, it was a laboratory. If you look at those scripts, if you travel to places like... Uh, uh, Egypt, you travel to places like uh, Sumer, uh, what was Sumer back in the ancient time, Iran, and you travel and you see those places, you see actual depiction of humanoid being having little babies in test tubes. <laughs> they depict very clear uh, recount of genetic manipulation when they fail. The first time they actually had a prototype it was called the Adamu. That's why we have Adam. But there was a problem. He couldn't reproduce. He couldn't reproduce. Also really documented in the cuneiform tablets. So what they wind up doing. Was he androgynous? Uh, uh, well, what you have is you take the DNA of the existing creatures and you add some alien DNAs onto it to create a hybrid to have enough intelligence to actually work to do what you needed to do. So what you wind up in the meantime is it's almost like you take a horse and a mule and you make a donkey. Donkey do not reproduce. They don't. Like it is what it is. Like a liger. Yes. They, 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 there's enough DNA uh, compatibility to actually create a third creature, but not enough to actually create reproduction. So the chief genetist, the, the chief guy that was in doing all the genetic experiments with him was Anki. And Enki decided that he's going to actually extract some marrow 
and actually inject the atom. And just to be perfectly clear, this what's his name? Huh? Anki. Anki. He's from. Those are guys from Nibiru's. Nibiru's. That's Nibiru. the planet that, that the Anunnaki did not okay. came from. And uh, not to go on a segue, those guys here for one reason: they need gold. Right. Because if you look at uh, all uh, useful material, unless you all do anything that has to do with circuitry, gold is virtually useless to us. It's heavy. It oxidates. You can eat. It's easier to work with steel, aluminum, and things like that. So that means that tells you the obsession of humankind with gold because all creators were obsessed with gold. They needed gold for the environment. So that's why they made it men. Because uh, originally, those creatures, the Anunnaki's, they were doing all the work by themselves. And uh, it was backbreaking. And uh, they almost end up in a rebellion. That's why you have the story of the, uh, of the fallen angels and the rebellion in heaven. Those guys, they say, we're breaking all back. We can't do the work. So we decided to make a creature that can actually do the work so we can sit there. And, and they were mining gold for their planet. It, the atmosphere was, you were talking Yeah, the atmosphere was, was actually uh, deteriorating and, uh, because of the solar radiation. And uh, it's also proven science. If you spread gold particle into the sky, you actually repel radiation coming from uh, the cosmos. Mm. So they did that. But they also had a mining operation, a waste station over on in Mars, and uh, they had the main operation over on Earth. That's why if you go to Africa, nearby... A, a place called uh, 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 Adam's Calendar, we find the, the most ancient gold mine that's over 300,000 years old. And it's right there. I mean, people, they don't teach you that in school, so you don't go looking for it. But it's right there. I mean, take a trip. Take Stop a going trip. to Cancun <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and get drunk. Yeah. Get mm. some education. Right. Get some education. So now we have, the, we have that creature. And then we realize, so you know what? Cloning is becoming tedious. Because when you clone a, 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 a Homo sapien, it need to be incubated inside an Amunaki female, and uh, they didn't have enough for that. So Enki decided that he was going to extract some marrow and actually add more of that Nubirian gene into the Adamu. There was a problem though. When they actually did that, the creature became very smart and started covering itself. And Lil, which was the guy in charge of the mission. Enki's brother got pissed. And that's how men and women got kicked out of Eden. It was not the, the, the knowledge that they call about, oh, he ate the, the tree of knowledge. It was genetic enhancement that make a man smarter than he was supposed to be. Because he was supposed to be smart enough just to mine and, 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 and work the crops, not to do anything else. So that was the problem. Now down the road, we ended up they end up even enhancing the creature to different means, and we wound up for a prototype called uh, Adapa. Adapa was actually half human, half Nibirian, because Enki himself impregnated a woman female, and that's how we end up like. If you go look back in the Sumerian, there's the there's a myth of Adapa. Adapa was the reason why we are where we are right now, because Adapa was so smart, he was able to actually teach Nibirians about science. And uh, we didn't want to have an offspring, a creature, an AI, if you want, because if they are the a creator, whatever, whatever you come up with by default become an artificial thing. So just like in every single movie you're looking at right now, my God, we don't want AI. AI is going to take over. You think that's new? We are AI. We are an artificial thing created by an intelligence that was originally smarter than us. 
But come to find out, you can start tweaking things out. Now they have the potential of becoming smarter than you. Mm. So we don't want that. So uh, when they found out that we were going to have the flood, they did not create the flood, but they knew the flood was coming because of the planetary movement between Nibiru and Earth. And they decided, you know what, we need to cut this thing right now and let him die. But Enki was having some of affection for his creation. He's a scientist. He don't want his stuff to die. So he instructed uh, uh, them to actually make the, the arch and uh, save some of them. Enlil was not happy about that. So the attempt of destroying humankind is not new because the creator of human never actually intended for men to be that smart. If you look at us, and uh, if you look at ancient story, they'll tell you that about kings that lived 5,000 years, 10,000 years. There's a book called the Sumerian Kings List. The Sumerian Kings List tell the story about every single time that, uh, uh, because Anu is the father of Enlil and Enki. When he came to earth, he decided that we have to let the human live. We're going to teach him a little bit and we're going to go away. So eventually they started rotating from few blood Nibirians being king to have breeds being king. That's why we have royal bloodlines. People say, oh my God, we do not mate with people on the outside. You heard the story about the bloodline. Somehow there's certain markers in their DNA and certain things you're allergic to and things like that. It's because those people, if you trace them back long enough, you find that there's a higher portion of their DNA that is closer to the Anunnaki and it is the original humans. Mm. So now you have that, that, that's why you have the Sumerian Kings list. But what's interesting about it is, is the le- life left of those people, how long they actually lived. We went back to like 5,000 years. Matter of fact, uh, 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 Adapa himself lived over 5,000 years. Even if you look at the Bible, they'll tell that Adam lived over 1,000 years. Now we can get past 100. So you were, when I, when you first told me about this, you would mention the name, I think it was like Ross or. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well now come to find out that when the Nubians spend so much time on earth, they age quicker. And if they go back home, it can be fatal. It's like if you were born on Mars. So you, so they can't go back home. Yeah. They can't go back home. So those guys, they wind up taking resident full time on earth. And, uh, they had offspring, uh, for example, uh, uh, Enki had offsprings, Enlil had offspring, Ninurda had offsprings, and those guys, they decided to divide the land. And uh, 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 um, when they divided the land, a portion of wind up with Egypt. It was probably the, their first attempt at creating a next level civilization. If you look at the pyramid, the pyramid is made out of two words. Uh, pyros, in Greek, means fire. Mid- is literally in the mid, the middle, fire in the middle. If you look at the very center of the pyramid, there's a little square, right? That square, the exact same dimension of the out of the covenants, which is a nuclear reactor. That's why everybody come too close without the protection. They get the same thing of the radiation poisoning. You look at when they stole it out of Egypt, they told the stories about Moses. They pop that thing open. People start to melt. They have sickness. They have bubbles all over the skin. It's, it's right there. It's right there. Wow. Now you're going back 5,000 years ago. You cannot figure it out. Now you understand what nuclear uh, fusion is and what nuclear radiation is. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's right there. So now Marduk being one of the son of Enki 
had his own son, Amunra, uh, was also a descendant of Enki. Those guys did. Every time we went Amn- to war, what's his name? Amunra. Amunra. One of the uh, Egyptian kings. And uh, also, uh, yeah. And uh, Amunra was the first guy who said that, "Hey, uh, I've decided to become the only god." And he started the monotheism system. So no more gods, but me. So you have to worship me. Every time you see Amen at the end of a prayer you actually give praise to Amun Ra because Amun was very egotistical. He wanted everything to be about him. Huh. Yeah. Wow. About him. So, so when you say Amen, it's Amun Ra. Yeah. Just like when you say like a Jesus is hell Zeus because the, the letter J did not exist until the 16th century. So it was hell Zeus that became Jesus. I'm I'm glad we got the science out of the way. I know we wanted to start and find the science that we could all agree upon, and I'm with you. I'm with no, you. No, Pierre. no, no, no. The point the point is this is what they wrote. Yeah, right. this is what they wrote. So now we're gonna look at what we have right now, scientifically speaking, and see if a man walking on water or certain things makes more sense than that. What do we know today about science that would make certain things possible or not? Or mm. uh, science has proven to us that there is a lot of genetic material in a human genome that does not make sense. That's not my that's not my personal opinion or somebody else's personal opinion. That's that's the consensus of the scientific community when it comes to human genome. Right. The we junk also realize, DNA. Yes, we also realize that we're looking at f- uh, a strand of forty six chromosome. We talk about the junk DNA in a human genome. Things that do not make sense. And last but not least, at the end of every single DNA sequence that's coming to the telomeres, the, uh, the telomeres and any creature cannot be capped by nature. Something that will take like billions of years to do. And somehow you're looking at specimen of the human genomes uh, going back prior to 200,000 years, they were completely open. Go back 2,000 years later, somehow the second DNA helix is capped. And if you uncap that in mouse, they live three times their life expectancy. That's science fact. So why is it that our genome was completely unaltered looking at skeletons and, and, and other genetic material that we had prior to that time? I mean, all of a sudden, when you start to collect things that are past that point, now you have certain things that, hey, why is it capped? And what happened when you cap it? When you cap it? They also see the introduction of genes that make human beings more susceptible to religious manipulation. Wait, what? Yeah, it's called really? the, it's called the worship gene. What worship gene? I've that, never heard of this. Uh, read uh, uh, the American Medical Journal. Go into section. Just that read I, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Start at well, page no. one. My acronym is fucked. You do a quick Google search and put, uh, for example worship gene i'm sure google would direct it to where you need to be mm. and you find the paper that actually explained the situation also you look at you go on google type in junk dna yeah and then i'm sure google would direct you to the to any scientific entity that deals with that that deals with that so this is where we're looking at humans in general this is what the ancients wrote down and looking at what we have right now, say uh, the vast majority of us, we say like religious individual, say either you're Christian or you're Muslim, whatever the case may be. So 
Whereas you want to respect somebody's uh, belief, but you have to ask yourself, does what those beliefs entail is something that you can back up by the science that you have right now. And if you look at the body of evidence that we have, wh- how do we explain some individuals who five, 6,000 years ago decided to first start to write things down and keep in mind that back then, writing was not something that was common. Only the scrap people that are specially trained could write and read. The equipment that you used to write, the material you used to write was not ready available. I can go to a store right now and get some paper. So why would they start writing about science fiction? Right. Right. They wouldn't have wasted their time just writing these silly things. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also they are smart enough mm. to build pyramids. Right. They are smart enough to build uh uh, uh, to uh, build civilization. You go back, those guys, they had water, sewers, bathroom, ventilation, and things like that. They had boats. Well, their structures aligned with the stars too, which yeah. you think about it, it's like, why would a civilization... The Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. The Pyramid of Giza. If you, uh, We all know that Earth is 70% water and 30% landmass, give or take. Okay? So if you take the landmass alone, you let go of the water and you try to figure out where the center of that is. The pyramid of Giza is exactly at the center of the landmass of the earth. A lot of the truth north over 30,000 years ago, how did we pull that off? So those same people that could pull that off, but they were gibberish on tablets where they had very little material to write with. (laughs) But but to get back to the um, Anunnaki, there's a fa- there's a very important part of the story, I, and there's a lot to it. But th- that one family that you had mentioned that's still around. Okay, let me tell. Let yeah, me, let's let, get let, into let, that. Let me, let me, let me tell you this. Unless, unless that. Mark, do you have any? Uh, pretty much every single war that we okay. have among humans was not solved by humans. You uh, armies don't go to war; they follow their leaders to war. Can we agree on that? A king decided he's going to go to war with someone. They amass an army and they say, "Let's go." And the soldiers do what they're told because they they have either respect or fear or whatever it is for that said leader. The original leader of men, uh, they went to war. And those people, according to the uh, 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 Sumerian tablets, they weren't of this planet. So those guys, they fought among themselves. That's why you have in, uh, in the Vedas, which would be the Indian recount, of their ancient history, they tell things about Vamanas and uh, things flying over and, and going into war against themselves and using things like nuclear weapon. We could say, oh, that's also gibberish. Go to India. You find ground that is calcified into, uh, into crystals that can only be achieved through nuclear fusion. Mm. If you go to Egypt, you put your hand into the sand and you come out, you're going to come up with crystal bubbles. Crystal bubbles. So, Something in there was able to create heat to that amount. No one is going to go into the middle of the desert and put their greatest uh, uh, accomplishment. That means it wasn't a desert to begin with. It became one through their acts. So this is what's going to go after the wolf child. So those factions, they fought each other a lot. And uh, when Ra, Amun Ra, was defeated, uh, he actually took, uh, uh, he, he, he fled. But when he fled in the text, he said something very significant. He said that I may be gone, but I left my shield. And it was almost metaphorical 
but the shield of Ra became the raw child. So that means he left is this his descendants was still left around. Those people they bred like like monkeys. They bred like monkeys. Uh uh you may not have ever gone to Catholics or anything like that, but catch me if you want, if you remember that little phrase. And uh, if you go to the book of Genesis, it says that uh, and uh, sons of God saw the daughters of men and they found it to be beautiful. And they came down to earth and uh, they took them for wives and that gave birth to the Nephilims. It's right there in Genesis 14. So that means uh, people from the heavens were attracted to female humans. And uh, they came down and they impregnated them. The giants of old, the Nephilims in the Bible, the Titans in uh, uh, in um, uh, in the Greek mythology, and uh, also uh, you're looking at um, the giants. Well, they call them the giants of old, but it's a way to describe someone who has greater capacity than you are. It's almost metaphorical. They're not necessarily that big. Some of them can be, but uh, the reality they're talking about people in general were of a higher genetic capacity. So now how come you are able to actually meet with something when you don't closely resemble it in the genetic material? I don't see me uh, mating a cow and a cat. It wouldn't work. I can, <laughs> I can gene splice a cow and a cat. It'd work. Now I can do a lion and a tiger, a lager, because the two feline, they have enough, uh, genetic material in common for them to make it happen. But in order for two species to actually mate, it would suggest that there is enough similarity between the two species in order for this to occur. So if you're telling me and pretty much every scriptures that those creatures came in and they made it for daughters of men and they gave birth to Nephilim, giants, titans, whatever you want to call it, so those people, they were offsprings. So did but you're, you're saying that the Rothschilds so are technically Nephilim? Well, they're not Nephilim. But what you have to understand that as you go down the centuries, the, 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 the potency of the genes start to be diluted a little bit. Mm. But there's enough of it left for you to think of yourself as that. Case in point, uh, uh, before we had uh, our civil right, whatever it is, you uh, you only need to be 14% black to be considered black. Well, that's basically me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that means if, if you need to be, yeah. If we find out that either one of you was 14% or 50% more, you go to the back of the bus. <clears throat> you go to the back of the bus. Yeah. yeah. The back of the bus. No matter how curly your hair, how, how white you look, it was about that that percentage. Mm. So that means they don't have to be full blood or half blood or anything like mm. that. So that means whatever the requirement is, I don't know. But is it fair to say that uh descendant of this bloodline is around? Because the king's list came from that. And if you trace back those king lists as they migrate to a different portion of the planet, that's what you have. There's a reason why the the keep it in the family theme is so strong. Uh, if you're not a warrior, you're not allowed to marry a law. There's a reason why they don't allow outsiders. Yeah. There's a reason why also towards the centuries and the millennia, they were always able to actually keep a very significant portion of the planet's wealth. You, it, well, they, they, they were, uh, Mark, I don't know. You can pop, hop in with a question, but I was just seeing something the other day that they're all related to Vlad the Impaler somehow, all these Royals in, in England. I don't know if that's real, but mm. uh, I, 
it's it's hard to tell. But what I'll tell you is, anytime somebody's accepted among their community as carrying the royal bloodline, it would I think they'll go to certain length to actually verify that it's correct. Mm. They're not gonna. I can always say, oh yeah, I'm one of them guys. Let me in. I mean, yeah. they have to be sort of vetting process to make that happen. So when uh, the descendant of those people uh, became in power, the 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 shield of Ra, and that became the Rothschild. They did not gain the power because they have they were so much bigger in in uh, in, uh, in, num- in numbers. If you want a large portion of the population to control a small portion of the population, all they need is, is knowledge. So a lot of those individuals, they have access to knowledge. Also, you, you believe how strong you are when you have access to the truth. Who? When you have access to the truth, oh. it, it means a whole lot. The very same people that would tell you to go fight for something, they themselves don't believe in it. But they understand the idea of actually keeping you enslaved by it and the promises made if you do what they say. So you could not police the world with guns. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you psychologically get the world in line to some religious practices, say, yeah, man, I really want to like mess this guy up and shoot him in the way, but I, I'll go to, I go to hell if I do that. So the, my fear of going to hell is what keeps me from beating you up. Not because there's a police officer right there. And uh, but what happened when the question is, if you want to believe that among beyond all that, beyond all all that, there's a principal source of energy that dissected itself along millennia and spread to become what is the reality as we're right now. Destroying me is essentially destroying part of yourself. We're not the smartest bunch on any given universe. But if I have a kid that did something that I don't like for a hundred years, I'm not going to put him through a million years of tortures because he messed up for a hundred. But yet this is what we're preaching. You go this, you go to hell, you go that, you go to hell. Pierre, I have a question and I want to ask you a couple questions, but I I first want to say, I really appreciate all of what you're sharing. It's stuff that I've heard of and the way you're, the way you're piecing it together. It's very helpful. Sorry, there's motorcycles driving by as soon as I start talking. Um, But I want to bring your attention to something that you might already be aware of. Have you ever heard of the Moors Heads in Europe? Vaguely. So in Europe, all over certain countries like Belgium and Germany, France, uh, they have these symbols and emblems that they use to remember times in their history Uh, And they're always an African person's head, not decapitated or anything, but just like as a symbol of strength and power, because there are all these legends in European history of these great men from Africa who would come and, and do all these great things for the royals. And it kind of, in my mind, points to maybe a connection between those royal families and Egypt and, and the, the stuff you're talking about. I can give you a couple of pointers on this one. Have you ever heard of the Emerald Tablet of Thought? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you look at the earliest de- de- depiction of any full-blood uh, Niberians or inhabited Niberians, there's going to be a certain uh, wide-nosed cranial extension and certain, what do you call, like, Africanistic 
characteristic. And uh, so that means we all agree that the Apsu, which is where we they, those guys landed, was in Africa, the largest gold mine, and that's what they operated on. So uh, over we go back to the Dogon tribe. So uh, those guys, they set camp there. So the that's where they originally started to teach mankind. So the depository of knowledge is quite vast. So if you have anyone who has been passed on knowledge that is of any use that can be spread around or you can have exclusive access to, it's, uh, or you can like from a statistical standpoint, that's where they would come from. Because from Africa, we spread out. Uh, Costa Coado, also known as Kukukan, also known as Enki, when he left Egypt, he went to South America. Uh, when, uh, when, uh, in a, in a MO tablet of thought, when Taf uh, left, uh, Atlantis because he was, uh, going down, he went also went to Africa. And, uh, so, and uh, doubt back then it was the land of chem. So that's why you have things like chemistry and alchemy. All those things came from the land of chem that literally became Africa. And also known as the land of Afri. And the word Afri became Africa. When you conquer a place, it becomes your place. Like in the Greek, it has the term Ka. So when those guys, when the European conquered the land of Afri, it became Africa. So that's how you have all that. But the, 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 what do you call the critical civilization where, uh, we they used to have temples. Uh, they used to have the Egyptian school of mysteries also back in Egypt. And, uh, this is where we, they would share whatever knowledge that were collectively for three, four, five thousand years. Uh, if you look at uh, the, you, so you're saying the reason why there's yeah these figures and the figures and because it symbolized uh, the almost like the priesthood lineage that would go around. Because if you look at uh, the uh, the tablet, that's why I mentioned the tablet. One of the things that Tote said, whatever I teach you, you need to go around and spread it. Mm and spread it. So that means uh, it's not far-fetched to believe that the practice of going out and teach and share, it's still going on. Mm. Now, would you say that that happened in the West? Because some people would argue that Thoth, the Egyptian deity, was robbed by the Greeks and renamed Hermes and then robbed by the Romans and renamed Mercury. And all of these ideas then put you know themselves in european history and they got all the credit and people forgot that it initially well, came from the africa credit always go to get to whoever gets to write the book mm. one interesting thing that a lot of people don't understand is it's almost like somebody called me something but i recall myself something if you look at the actual uh text written by written by uh by uh, by thought uh thought never once referred to himself as a god he referred to himself as the son of atlantis mm. who is this thor thought so that guy that has the big beak. Oh, he's now. like an ibis. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, an yeah, Egyptian yeah, yeah. god. He as Hermes, yeah. uh, Hermes, the Atlantean, but Thoth never wants to refer to himself as a god. He said he was a son of Atlantis, and his job is to actually uh, teach mankind and pass on the knowledge okay. and also help protect mankind for what's to come. Okay, he, and then this is related to this. So. Yes, because Thoth, uh, it's like there's a fraction war. Human beings cut in the middle. We have Enki's clan and we have uh, uh, Enhill clans. Thoth is kind of part of Enlin's clan. Those are the same guys that if you followed the trail line 
would be the creators of things like skull and bone. They are the symbol of truth was also the serpent. And I know I'm scared of snakes, but snakes also symbolize wisdom. That's why in knowledge, that's why when you go to most medical uh, practices, you'll have a snake swirling around. The brotherhood of the snakes is, mm-hmm. is a well prevalent thing. And it's all about sharing knowledge. Now, people want to take credit for whatever it is. They just like, whoever gets through first, put their name on it. It is what it is. I think that's not necessarily the point. The point is the knowledge somewhere. Knowledge is almost like its own thing. It has that inherent need of being passed around. That's why we are here today. Right. We. It's almost like it. I think knowledge has his own consciousness and he doesn't like to be caged. Now, Pierre, I have a question. You mentioned the gold mines and how they have this incredibly large amount of gold in Africa. Uh, An author that I've met in person named Ross Ben, he's written a book called The Mystery Philadelphia, and he gets into this group of Africans called the Wangara Gold Trading Network or the Silent Gold Traders Uh, And he says that they traveled all over the world in ancient times in boats, trading gold, and they had made it to North and South America way before the Europeans ever did. Is this something you're familiar with? Would you agree with that? Uh, No, Uh, no. But what I will tell you is there are significant uh, gold reserve and gold mine that you find normally in South America itself. So the idea of actually transporting African gold to a place that already has gold, it's like taking a bucket of water to the to the beach. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, water to the beach. I'm not gonna take water to the beach unless it's especially salt water. Well, maybe they didn't take gold with them to reserve it, or maybe they were trading. Have you heard stories of them? Like, because you mentioned the Dogon. Yeah. Yes and no. Have you heard of the of the guy named uh, uh, Musamasa? No, tell us about this. Now, Musa Masa, I may have gotten the name slightly uh, 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 pronounced wrong, is the richest man to have ever lived on earth. He's an African guy, and that guy has gold mine off the wazoo. You can actually put it on Google, look it up, or maybe go on, on, on YouTube. They tell you, you can basically type up the, the, the richest man to have ever lived. And uh, and uh, slash African, or oh, you can use something like that. But he was Muslim, to be honest, but it's uh, African. But uh, look it up. Mansa Musa, the richest yeah. man who ever lived. Absolutely. Yeah. He traveled to Mecca with a caravan of 60,000 men. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then they talk when about guy, When this guy goes around, goes, loses value. He give up so much of it that the value of gold plummets. Wow. So the point is, we're looking at, but gold is given, if you are, say, for example, in a, in a, in a desert island, I have a theory, anything that cannot, anything that don't make sense without technology does not make sense with technology. I'm explaining myself. We all drop in a desert island, whatever it is. If you have to pick a metal, what do you want? Do you want gold or do you want steel? Steel. steel. I want steel. I also want aluminum because it's a lighter, lighter material, but just as strong. Those make sense. Prim, we're looking at primitive men. Unless you are building circuit boards or you're trying to repair your atmosphere, gold as gold is low on the totem of value. You do not need to make anything that needs to uh, have an antioxidating property. And looking at how long it takes you to mine it out, 
and making it look nice and little cubes. So if you're not technologically advanced as a species, gold doesn't make much sense to you. But somehow we have an exception to gold. Why? Because if if our, if our gods love gold, we love gold. If all gods value gold, we value gold. It don't matter uh, which version of a religious practice that you have. They always tell about some about like the seat or the, the the throne of God with ten gold this and ten gold that. It's always the same theme. So there's a lot of things that we have attributed value to, not because they are they are useful. A Rolex watch is is not really that much useful than the, than the Casio if you're trying to tell time. But it's the prestige. It's usually owned by people who have money. It's a symbol that tells me that I have money. So I'm telling you a story about myself without telling you anything about myself, really. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to tell time, the last thing that I want is to put like 50,000 labor hours into making Rolex, I'll make some easier. So here, have- here's a big left turn. This is jumping way. <laughs> No, it, sometimes, your hit, sometimes we'll go, but the point is, who's Jesus? I no, want you to tell no, me who no, Jesus. No, is. I got, I got, no, no, I like where no, he's going with the no, gold. The point <laughs> is, the point is, the idea of 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 uh, uh, trafficking, if you want to call it that, like uh, uh, doing like a uh, trading gold, makes sense because universally speaking, in our planet, it is valuable. So if you have large gold deposits in Africa and you want to be able to get something somewhere else, trading gold makes sense. But you're not bringing gold to a place that already has a matter of fact. I'm from Haiti, and before the Spaniards, we we all knew so about the Spanish galleons for the Portuguese galleon, the Spanish galleons. There's at least 10 15 gallons that are sunk on the Bay of Port au Prince because those guys didn't know about hurricanes. <laughs> so, we gold is not something that we lack in uh, in the Americas. We have the gold rush in the United States and all stuff like that. And uh, we have, that's what, I mean, we have all the stories about that in the Western movies and all that stuff. So that means we do not have the need of gold to be transported out of Africa to the, uh, to the Northern continent, say Europe or the United States wouldn't make any sense at all. That does that mean they didn't do it? Probably yes, but they did it because they understand it was a, tra- it's, it was trading value, not because it was a scarcity from one point to the next. Now, so that, as someone from Haiti, do you subscribe to the theory that people with black skin were in the Caribbean as a part of the fallover from Atlantis way before they were ever brought there as slaves? Are you do you subscribe to that theory? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, one thing that you, that a lot of folks do not realize is. If you take one skin color to the neck, there's about 3% genetic variation. Or literally more take 3%. Uh, when they look at the term Anunnaki, it's not just the Nibirians. It The Anunnaki, it means E from the heaven came. It referred to any uh, uh, non-terrestrial entity that came to the planet. They would be attributed the same term. It's, a, it's almost like a blanket term. When Thoth the Atlantean came to Egypt after he was done uh, 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 setting up this realization there after Atlantis fell, he told uh, the guy that the people came with him, if you actually read the the the, the Emo tablets, to go around the world and actually start civilization in other places. So those guys, they would eventually end up genetically marking their their groups. So this, they also generally altered whoever 
was supposed to be under their care. Now, down the road, us having sex took over and we start to have genetic And if you have a Chinese kid and a black kid and you have a Blasian and you have all that stuff, but really speaking, they would go around to actually genetically mark what was theirs. Mm. And that's why you have the Asians, you have this, you have that. There'll be a 3% genetic variant between me and an Asian person. Isn't that like the new form of royalty, Blasians? Like nobody can screw with them. Okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you, you covered all your bases if you do that. But right. if you altered the genome to slight variants to say, for example, you were in charge, then you will have a bunch of people that kind of look similar to you by altering the gene to refer to. So you're saying hair. people look the way they do because of altered DNA, not yep. because of yep. evolution? Well, we have uh, what do you call like uh, crossbreeding but the bulk of it, the bulk of it is the genetic alterations. Well, so why are there no, let, let's say like back in, in uh, Norway, why were there no black people? You, you're saying because. So where, uh, look at Europe, for example. Yeah. Uh, we call them Caucasians, right? Yes. A lot of similarities, right? The skin color, the complexion, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so if I, if I was, of that particular uh, physical appearance, I would literally alter the all the humans that I have in that area to really look like me, and that's why I identify. That's a bold, that's a bold take. That that's <laughs> well, it's read. Yeah, read. I mean, that's yeah. why I even send you the links. I say read them for for yourself. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm not saying that it is the definite truth. I'm saying that if I look at science and what I can accomplish from a scientific perspective and I factor in a civilization that's at least one million years ahead of us, it is not a long stride to be yeah. they can pull that off. We right. can make sheep's different colors. We can make a watermelon square. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, we have maybe like, we've had a computer for how long? Only a hundred, less than a hundred years. Less yeah. than a hundred years. You give us a computer and a microscope, look at what we produce. Can you imagine what a civilization can do if they have a million year ahead of us? Well, have you heard yeah. that, that we're in the, the sixth day of creation and this is sort of the, the type of thing that caused Atlantis to fall and now we're repeating history by playing around with genetic engineering and all this weird, strange science? I have. I have. And uh, sadly, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> There's a lot of similarities at the end of the book of Enki. Uh, uh, Enki, I was having comments with his brother and Lil and said, everything that happened on our planet that cost us to leave and having to seek refuge on earth and start this nonsense, we are repeating the same thing here. They are repeating the same. Their planet got where it was because of war. People at each other's throats Killing, stabbing, all that stuff. What we, they say like, I mean, I hate to have to repeat that, but uh, we've always said, let us make men in our own image. Whoever said that. So if I'm making men in my own image, and this is what men do. So I'm the image of my maker. What was my maker doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So that means we are repeating what our makers were doing. So that means if they wound up in the position that they are right now because of what they were doing, and we are repeating what we are, or we are our father's son. And uh, that's why I agree that we are repeating the same cycle 
that led to this to to the destruction that we had in the past. This is not the first time like Earth has uh, Earth has sustained civilization ending catastrophe many times in the past. That's why we're finding certain pieces of the idea, the Katera mechanism. We're finding a bunch of stuff now that you cannot make sense of it from a scientific perspective. I'll give any architect on this planet a billion dollars if they can make me a pyramid. Mm. And each one of them, go find anyone, go find the best architect school on earth and find the guy who's actually the, the, the resident professor and say, can you pull this off? Now, you mentioned earlier that the Ark of the Covenant maybe fit in the pyramid and had it's some sort me. of... It fit, it fit, the dimension fit exactly. Okay. If you look at, uh, if you uh, uh, pull up any... Uh, any well, let, let me ask uh, you this, because I've seen theories like that, and I'm liking to, to agree with those theories, but I'm wondering, you know, uh, a recent guest that I've interviewed talked about this pyramid and other pyramids around the planet being alchemical devices that were actually creating gold. Have you heard of that? Uh, uh, a pyramid would not create gold, but a pyramid will, will actually not only create, but transfer energy. Mm, so it could have been used to power some kind of strange device. Oh, it, is, that, it is, right. it is, it is not to actually push any, any conspiracy theory or anything like that. Oh, that's, that's fine. We, that's we love the reason that. why Nikola Tesla is not is longer around because Nikola Tesla was, was rediscovering ways to Whoa. wirelessly transfer electricity. Oh. You have to understand right now. I was in a, in a, not to go on a tangent, but two months ago, I paid a dollar full of bread and I paid dollar 50. What happened? Energy prices change. When you start talking about giving people energy for free, then it's a shit show. Well, that's like mm. what happened to the guy who had the water car, right? He <laughs> yeah. got fucking arsenic. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the universe at its most fundamental, if you dash the effing that to the most simple atom and molecule, it's a bunch of light particle. So anything that can take any form, it's frequency resonant that make it, that turn this into that. You have carbon, you have this, and those are uh, light particles that take a very specific frequency that create material that we know in a, in a three-dimensional world. If you take that off and you peel the layers, all you have left is energy. That's why anything can burn and turn into some sort of combustible. If you, want, uh, you, if you have a furnace right now, you're wanting cold, you keep you tossing, it will keep you warm for a couple of hours. I'm pure energy, so are you. So energy is not on, it's the most coveted, most abundant thing also on the planet. Whenever you want to control something, you need to have more energy than they do and also control the flow of energy. So the second you establish camp somewhere, you need to be able to access energy, create energy, and transfer energy. Because without that, none of your stuff work. None of your stuff work because you don't have any energy. So how do you actually, are those guys going to be wanting wires? <laughs> Is that how they're going to do? A million years of advanced civilization, they're going to run wires. They're not going to run wires. They're going to find ways to actually turn for energy. Have you ever heard of, have you, do you know about ley lines? Oh, yeah. Okay. Energy lines tap into the electromagnetic field of the earth. Now, I'm going to ask you something else. Find me a single pyramid who does not intersect with a ley line. Mm. I couldn't find one. So, ley lines are energy lines into the earth. And somehow, people from several thousands miles away who hardly ever 
grab a telephone and talk to you. Hey, you know what? I'm going to build a pyramid. You're going to look kind of like yours. Oh, sure. Let's do that. Hey, you know what? Uh, put you on your lane. What is the lane line? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Put yours there. Then there, there. And, uh, and, uh, and what are we, what, what are we trying to connect? It's a network. If, if, if you buy, if you have a bunch of stuff connected to a wiring system that is universal planet, that's a network. Isn't that what it is? Mm. Because they can all be linked up regardless of what distance they are on the planet, on, on planet earth. So you have that. Now, that being said, there's certain things that are not also what you call like a, a, a theory. If you go to any uh, Egyptian or uh, Egyptologist website, you ask him to, you can look up the dimension of that center square. Or you can travel there and measure it yourself, which people are allowed to do. That's fact. That is not science fiction. That is not a theory. Then what you do, you go into the ancient text, including the Bible, where they describe the dimension of the Ark of the Covenant and compare the two. And you tell me if there's discrepancy, and if you do, I'm wrong. There is none. There, there is none. And uh, one thing to throw some fire, some some wood into the fire. When uh, when uh, when Moses left, he took the ark with them. So that means he stole it. Now I've heard that the ark of the covenant is now in. Um, it was Ethiopia. in Ethiopia. And it also got stolen again. What? <laughs> so the Vatican has it, you're telling me? Uh, I don't know who has it, but uh, it was oh. again. that was their mistake to actually confirm that they had it. Now we got to get Nicolas Cage on the podcast. Yeah, that's a really big. Yeah. If you can get him, that will have our problem solved by He'll tonight. Know. He'll know where it some, is. You want to do something funny? It's because uh, 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 um, King Solomon's son... Mm-hmm. Solomon was the one of the latest one to be seen, had, had the ark. King Solomon's son who has uh, um, uh, a, a child with uh, the Ethiopian print, uh, queen, Queen Sheba. Uh, you can look that up too. Queen Sheba, when he said that he wanted to uh, be able to defeat his enemies and he would ask his dad if he could borrow the ark of the covenant. And the guy said no. So what he did, he actually went and made a copy of it and stole the whole thing and went back to Ethiopia. That's how the ark ended up in Ethiopia. Mm. But funny enough, every single book that actually told the stories was actually conveniently removed from the Bible. I got, I got, I had two questions, but the first one is who is Jesus? I need to hear. I need now, to hear. Now, there's two versions. There's mm. uh, Yahshua of, of, uh, of, uh, of Jerusalem is one person. Then, uh, then you also have Jesus. Uh, they are not the same. Jesus, what you have right now. And now uh, look that up. If you ever play Assassin's Creed, Cesare de Borgia, look at mm. his, his, his depiction. Actually, he kind of looked like Jesus. <laughs> Cesare de Borgia, I'm not going to go into that story too long, um, uh, committed a portrait that actually was used as the caricature of what we call as Jesus right yeah. now. Yeah, no. right. Jesus right now. And every time you go to a church and you see that thing laying around and then that's the Borgia. Have, now, you, ever, I, have you ever heard, and I'm, I'm with you 100%, the yeah. Caesar Borgia, I've heard about that. Have you also heard that maybe the symbology that they were basing this mythological character Jesus off of was Sh- uh, Shamuz, who is an Egyptian deity that had to do with the wine and the bread and he was very much yes, about sacrifice yes and no yes and no <laughs> you are partly right me we Tell can me. all both be wrong no no but no i, I want to hear yours of evidence that might help you make more sense or between the two of us 
Mm. My half and your half, we might come up to a better understanding of what's going on. I love it. Uh, we all know that according to the scripture, Jesus or Yahshua was immaculate conception, right? Mary did not have sex with anyone and somehow Mary got pregnant, right? Common story. We all know about that. Mm-hmm. But we, what, we are, what we do not tell people is that also Mary grandma was also immaculate conception. So that means Mary's mom was also immaculate conception. So that means there was no dad. So now the third thing I'll tell you is if you have, my kids are in vitro kids, by the way, I have a pair of twins. So that means my wife didn't have to have sex with me in order to get pregnant. That's known current technology. We know that. So somehow an individual, a female, woke up one morning and found herself pregnant. Her, her grandma, a couple of generations ago, also found herself pregnant. So the argument can be made, did they take her eggs and find some sperm somewhere else? Or were both the sperm, uh, the, the egg and the sperm, for, was for all together from somebody else? From another race, another being. Because his capabilities does not match anything that we know. Mm. So the argument can be made from a genetic standpoint, Yahshua of, of Jerusalem may not even be Mary's son. He's the son of a Nephilim. So who's been doing this this whole time? Uh, uh, in vitro fertilization? Because this is why I said we need to establish some science. We know scientifically what we can do. And we have not been around the block that long. If I get if, if uh, let's just for example, I'll give us another 2000 years of uh, scientific progress. Can you imagine what we can do? Right now, we talk about like uh, cloning a sheep. Then what else can we clone? God, God only knows. <laughs> what else can, or what else have we cloned that we are not telling anybody? So the point is uh, to get back to what you're saying. When, uh, if you look at those old scriptures, they tell the story from birth to the age of 13. And from the age of 13, Jesus disappear and come back at 32, going back to Jerusalem. Now, every book that actually tell you what happened was removed from the scriptures by the Council of Nicaea in the sixth century. So now, where do we find out where Jesus went? Uh, the books of, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of Christian books or written books that tells what happened next. Jesus went to Egypt. Of course, they told that he went to Egypt, but they tell when he came back from Egypt. Jesus actually went to the Egyptian school of mystery. It is also well documented in the Egyptian archives. It also went to Tibet. Uh, to, and uh, also confirmed by the Dalai Lama. So he went to India also to the school of magic, also went there. So all those places were pillars where we all know those were like the beacon or the places where the same Africanized heads that he was talking about was out there basically passing on knowledge because Adapa to go way back to the first human was the very first priest who were able to document and teach everything that we needed to know about the universe. Why do you think we know about astrology and astronomy? Why do the Dogon and uh, the and Native Americans know about constellation that we didn't know about until like say, a couple hundred, couple uh, decades ago? Those guys mm. didn't know about Sirius Five and all that kind of stuff. And when you ask him, just because they were in fair to tell you know what, uh, 
people that came from the sky taught us and that's how we know i'm still can i'm my head's melting right now <laughs> so who is know. the second jesus so the jesus <laughs> uh, the the one that we supposed to follow is 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 a is a human that was born from in vitro fertilization and in a in a I would argue that if you were able to pull up DNA from Jesus, from Hayashua, it would be significantly different than a typical human being, you and I. Mm. So what you call the junk DNA or the unexplainable DNA will be found at a higher quantity than we find a normal human being, given the thing that you could do. But also, if you actually factor in what Jesus was preaching as is on philosophy versus the philosophy of thought, the Atlantean, you find that it's almost a plagiarizing work. So you're saying he was a... Uh... So that, that's why you went to study. When oh. I went to school to study something, what am I supposed to do? Repeat what I was taught. Right. You, so you're saying he's not as special as we make him out. Well, I'll say he is. He is in the sense that he has more knowledge from first-end account, more also education in the mystical art, and more education in the spiritual art than we do. But keep in mind, if the people who actually pulled DNA from themselves and made you call themselves gods, you are by default the son of God. Mm. But not in the sense that you want to actually pass it on out to people. Because everything that you were describing that can be done, or science nowadays can do it. That's why I want to bring the science into it. What exactly were describing as a miracle in any religious text that all science cannot replicate? Right. But I'll tell you, things that were actually uh, uh, built in ancient time that all science still can do. So you cannot call those people stupid. Mm. So I need to really settle this right now in my head. <laughs> what is the difference between the two Jesus? You're saying well, one was a, was a, like a, a painting of some guy who was a royal. One is a true, what you call like a sage. If you want to use that word a very spiritual man, a shaman, a healer, a real thing, right. that could, a real person that could do amazing things. Right. But before I give you the final answer, only in a few iteration of current Bible did Jesus die. If you go into basically the, 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 the Kemetic Bible and the Ethiopian Bible, Jesus did not die. So the person that they are pushing on you right now is not the same individual. But when you are transitioning from a Roman system to a Catholic system, people are having a hard time swallowing it unless you create a lot of bridge, bridges. Rome was kicking everybody's ass up until they realized they could not maintain political power or military power. So how do we still stay in power when we cannot do it with guns anymore? We have to find a different system to keep people under our shackles. How about we try religion? And just like that, Rome went from being the most powerful military force on the planet to being the most powerful religious force on the planet. AI, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, whatever you have it. Mm. So they, so you manufacture something that will literally put the seat of power into your hands. When we were little kids, we go to school and you go to a church. What who does Jesus look like? A very European individual with long hair, green eyes, and all that kind of stuff. So you mean to tell me this guy was born in the heat and 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 steam of the of of Africa? Because keep in mind, the Middle East is not a thing. <laughs> no, the Middle East is not a thing. Have you ever heard of a Middle North? 
or the Middle South or the Middle West. So why out of all those things, we don't have Middle middle North, Middle South, Middle West, but we have the Middle East? I've been to the Midwest, it's Midwest, <laughs> yeah. the U.S. But, but, yeah, but we do not have a Middle East. So that means in order to, to kind of differentiate what was actually Africa, because if you said Africa, you need a brown man. If you said Africa, the weather alone, you need a lot of melanin in your body to actually tolerate the heat. Mm. You are talking about a brown man. I'm not talking about a black man. I'm not talking about anything. I'm saying you need somebody has complexion. Yeah. So a full on guy that looked like he came from the snow is not going to cut it. Right. But if you say it's no longer Africa, it's the Middle East. There's enough gray area for you to actually create reasonable doubt. So now you have a depiction of an individual that looked like one of y'all being like a, a European gentleman and you can gap up everything that you've had from your old religion onto this one and make sure that you have people follow it. Uh, when you have the Christ, uh, Christian religion as it is right now, how do you think they were actually able to conquer two of the world? Like you go to South America, it's almost like Christian country. Do you think they went, parade around the Bible and pray for people actually did now. What they did, the first thing that they did, wherever they went, they make sure they destroy every remnant of whatever the belief system of the people that was there first had. If you believe that yours is superior, how about you debate me and prove me wrong? But they marched around and there was actually tell and recount of those guys impelling women in their genitals and post them out of villages and tell people, this is what's going to happen. You can either take this religion and we can go on our merry way, or this is what's going to happen. Mm. So it's a religion that was spread out, out of fear. And even when you are in it, why do you think most people are in church? You think they that because they love God? No, they don't want to burn. Just in case. If you go out, if the Pope was to out there and tell people, you know what, I have unequivocal evidence that there is no hell. There's not that many people in church when I you speak. Imagine how many more, much more less you would have. Yeah. So uh, December 25th, we all know there is, it's not the birthday, but you have that. But there's a lot of old, quote, unquote, pagan practices that we did not want to give up. So we kind of ease them in. Mm. And that's how you want of the Jesus that you have right now which is a fictional character depicted by resemblance of Cesare de Borgia. But Yahshua was a real man. And he was, he was part Anunnaki. Yeah. Yahshua was not, was not a, a full blown uh, uh, homo sapien. No. no. Okay. Well, checks out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. He, he, he wasn't, he wasn't. And I think that's a good thing because it tells us that, in this battle that mankind is caught in between, there's two people you understand. Why do you want to look, call them devil gods and demons? The enemy that human face is not another human. Humanity needs to understand that the guy, your enemy is not human. And we seem to forget about that. Matter of fact, very recently, we had uh, all those TikTok documents in, the, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a spacecraft and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we have uh, government officials come out and say, that yes, those those crafts are not ours. We don't know what they are. They're hovering around on nuclear uh, reactors and all that kind of stuff. In the meantime, we are there in the street debating what's a man and what's a woman. <laughs> yeah. So Very, a, that's really important stuff, though. Yeah, it's not. I mean, this is something that can potentially end the species as we know it. 
and we are there bickering about colors. If those guys they were to come in and put the smack down on us, they say, "Oh, you cannot beat me three times a day. I'm white." And uh, no, you go. You're all human. For all I know, you all you all uh, uh, you all ants. You are ants. They don't. They 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 really don't care. Uh, if you look back at uh, uh, the the uh, 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 those those most ancient uh, cuneiform tablets, uh, and and was not a nice guy. But not a, this is a guy that would literally starve mankind just because he's mad at them. That sounds like guy, Bill Gates. That's a guy that would run chemtrail. That would that's comfortable drowning because he was always fearful that humankind, if they were to find the true spiritual essence, they could easily outthrow him. And mm-hmm. there's one very important quote that was in a and uh, and we were illish, and that was their greatest fear. And uh, it says in our quote, how can we keep power over them when they are so great in numbers? My my last question would be um, about the gods. Well, I don't know if they're technically classified as gods, but such oh. as Hercules or... You're saying that those, those are... I think the biggest... Uh, not to cut you off. I think the biggest reason... Matter of fact, if you factor all the diseases in the world, Mm. all the natural disasters in the world. You put them all together, religious war actually killed more people. Yeah, I, re- I believe Religious that. war is the number one cause of death among men. Hitler might have probably put down 25, 30 million people, give or take, during World War II. I could be wrong to one of the numbers. But was that fully but religious? What I do know, the Catholic Inquisition actually killed more people. Mm. But no one is telling, no one is 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 like, uh, uh, try to say anything about that, but the, the 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 Spanish Inquisition. I mean, you look up Spanish Inquisition torture devices. Oh yeah. I mean, it's do if you uh, it, the whole thing like they would strap something onto your feet, toss you in the water. If you if you drown, you weren't a witch. <laughs> <laughs> if you come up, then you were a witch. Then we're gonna kill you on a way. Oh my god. So how does that work? All that, that works. So if you look at that history, it's a, it's a trail of blood. It's, it's a really a trail of blood that we've always had. So the point is, we are fighting an enemy, if you want to call that, where they have a massive advantage over us in the sense that they have hundreds of thousands of years of technological advancement ahead of us. And, uh, they, and uh, they have their, their kids running the show. Mm. They have their kids running the show. But it takes one person to make the difference. That's why I like the concept about Yahshua. It takes one cons. It takes one of us. Every time Enlil tried to decimate mankind, Enki did something to keep us alive. It's a weird story, but every time Enlil tried to kill humankind, Enki, his brother, who was the geneticist that actually did all the alteration, managed to keep us alive. Uh, 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 you remember Bob Lazar? Yeah. You call him a cook, a quack. But the reality of it is he did mention a couple of elements that was part of the chart that people thought was crazy about 20, 30 years ago. Now, those, those, those particular elements are actually common knowledge in science as we know it. One little thing that Bob Lazar did mention in his interview that nobody actually paid attention to, he said that he was told that uh, the human genome was altered over 200,000 years ago. That part, nobody ever actually paid attention to that. All we know, he said he, said he was alien super, uh, 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 a flying saucer. Now they know it's real. Now they've come out and said it was real. 
Now, you saw my guy, element, whatever it is, element 151, yeah. like, oh, it was, it was a quack. Come to find out that was true. But the part that where you said that the human genome was manipulated, eh. Not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, for now, for now, it's two for two. But what about, what, mm. uh, well, the last thing I wanted to cover, and I don't know, Mark, if you have any more questions, but it was just the, the Hercules and any. Well, the Hercules. Uh, uh, there will be, uh, if you look at the way they depicted the Anunnaki's, they were most bigger in stature than a regular human being. Yeah. So that meaning an offspring is always going to be bigger in size. So that means when you talk about a legend of something that we could do, first of all, their life expectancy is bigger, is, is longer than, than, than ours. And the reason why they make sure that they cap the telomere in the human genome, and you can look that up too, uh, 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 uh a cap in human genomes. Thank God for Google. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you, you'll, you'll find the genetic research that pointed out to that. The reason why we are not such a threat right now is because they make sure that we don't live long enough. Imagine uh, we have, Mozart was able to write symphonies as a toddler. Okay? I don't need every single human being to be a genius. I need one of them to be. I know how to use a cell phone. You know how to use a cell phone. We're using... Everything that we are using right now, we did not create. One of us did. Or each one of us put a little piece together. Marketing discovered radio signals. Somebody discovered uh, a, a videography. Somebody discovered this and that. Somebody comes to electricity. And somebody created alternate current. And we put all those technologies together. I can talk to this gentleman like a couple hundred miles away. So that means this is what we can do in a all we do is live maybe like 80 or 90 years and leave some around. Imagine if we still had Albert Einstein popping up stuff. Imagine if we start Nikola Tesla pushing up theories and really re refining what he's known over a thousand years. Can you imagine how much of a threat we would be? So what is what does this have to do with the point is the point is when this when somebody tells you that they alter your DNA to pay attention. Right. When they tell that the alteration is the reason why you don't live a thousand, you need to pay attention. So you believe that Hercules mm. was a real person? Or I, thing? Uh, uh, nothing can be 100% sure, but if I have to bet, I'll say yes. So right. this is like this Atlantean science, again, that they're playing around with to maybe make people immortal in the in the future, right? The, the science uh, will get... If yes. Uh, and I encourage each one of you to actually read the Emerald Tablet of Thought because Thought mm -hmm. talk about technology that actually are depicted right now in a, in a, in a, in Netflix. Look up a movie, a show called uh, Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. Mm. Okay. Altered Carbon is uh, there's there's two se there's two seasons. They talk about technology called stacks and sleeves. Stacks is basically your consciousness in the disc. Altered Carbon, and you're gonna put a, a slash stacks and sleeves. And you'll see what this technology where the stack, the sleeve is body that they make for you. They can make a military grade body with like nanotechnology into it. They can splash flex some animal DNA. So you have super sense and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. for military purposes. But your stack is your consciousness. If you want to be five foot nine, five foot 10, uh, uh, Irish looking today, not a problem. Tomorrow you want to be something else. You just put the sleeve in and that's it. Oh, here we go. Are we live streaming right now? No, we're not live streaming. But I hear these uh, notifications coming. What are those? Notifications? 
So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look up stacks and sleeves, and then you're gonna see uh, wow. an, an altered carbon. Yeah. This so is- two things that you need to take from this: uh, the stack is your consciousness. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of years can be stuck in it. Mm. And uh, they also have a backup in the digital world in case the original one is broken in the movie. But also the sleeve, you can change bodies whenever you want. So, uh, and that's what we have right now as we call science fiction in 2020. I think that's when the, the, the first episodes uh, came out. Thought over 10,000 years ago, wrote about him actually being able to walk among men, but not necessarily as a man. Sometimes he walked in his spiritual form. Sometimes he takes different shifts. Sometimes he has different bodies. He talked about something like the halls of humanity where he can go out there and do spirit and actually rejuvenate himself and sleep for thousands of years. It's like the man of many faces, Game of Thrones. Yeah. So that mean, uh, so that mean every time we think of him being science fiction and uh, you, look, you ask where does God get those inspirations? Mm. I remember when I was watching uh, those old, very old episode of Star Trek and we used to have those watch, it's Cody, big me up. And we used to be, oh my God, that's like, that's, that's science fiction. Now we have a cell phone. We are FaceTiming. Yeah. And it didn't take that. How long did it take? Like 20, 30 years? Mm. It didn't take that long. So you have to extrapolate what can be done in a short amount of time and look at what can be done in a very extended period of time. And people who have like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, because the cyclical cycle of a planet determines exactly what amount of time is spent and that determines their year. A Nibirian year is a thousand men here. A Nibirian cycle is worth 1,000 uh, uh, planet uh Earth cycle, so that means one day, what we call a, a year for us is a thousand years for them. That's what it's like expectancy. So, do you believe in re- reincarnation? Not that, well, yeah, but they don't even have to do that anymore mm. because I don't need to reincarnate if I can just transfer it uh, uh, via technology and create a backup. The the one thing that a lot of people don't understand, they think that your brain creates consciousness. Your brain does not. Your brain download consciousness. That's how you can extract it. If you can extract something, that means it was downloaded. Mm. It was downloaded. That's one of the reasons why uh, human beings, we are so determined to have kids. So I got a question. Mm. Why do all these um, kind of high-ranking people in our society worship the devil? The 666 people. Like, what is? What are they chasing? Do you worship the devil? Ask yourself a that's question. Sort of, I, that's I, what I'm saying is they question. must be bullshitting. Yeah, I, got a better, I got a better question for you. Who's the devil? Yeah, exactly. Get, get, Who's the devil? You tell now, me. Let me give you a brief explanation of what I was My told uncle. the devil is. <laughs> I was told there was a guy that's against humankind. And uh, he, uh, uh, and um, if you look at the ancient scripture, he was known as Lucifer. The name, and lucky for me, I went to Catholic school, so I have a very extended knowledge in, uh, in, uh, in Greek and Latin. Lucifer means light in, in, uh, in, in Latin. Shifiri means bringer of light. So the bringer of light in any single iteration, they'll tell you that if you want to look at the whole angel demon concept before it became a quote unquote demon of the devil, he was the bringer of light, the smartest, the, the repository of knowledge. So you mean to tell me a guy who is the repository of knowledge, knowledge, which is power, no of something that's going to bring his demise several thousands years in advance and somebody's going to walk straight to his, to his trap. But that's what we were being told, right? That what? Or, uh, that, that's that what he... the, well, they say like, what well, the devil, there's somebody watching the devil come judgment day. God is going to come and toss the devil in jail and this, this is going to happen. So that means this guy has a blueprint layout of everything that's going to happen and somebody's going to fall for the trap. 
<laughs> so you ask to ask yourself a question. Uh, what devil are you talking about? What they were talking about. Let me give you some crazy. They say like uh, the devil gave men knowledge via a uh, uh, a metaphorical apple, right? Mm. Okay, that's what it was. Because if you if you cannot talk about the devil, you have to look at it from a biblical reference. Yeah, we have no other choice. So they have this guy who has six pack abs with a goat head. So, so. the <laughs> point is, so the point is, the person who gave men knowledge is the devil, but the person who refused men knowledge is good. Do I get that correct? That God is refusing? No, 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 no. The person who refused knowledge to men right. is the good guy. The person who gives men knowledge is the bad guy. Mark? I've seen it, yeah. I mean, it's the whole <laughs> eagle versus the serpent, bad. the empire yeah. versus the wisdom keepers. The, 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 so ask yourself this. Could it be possible that we have the thing backward? Hmm. I don't know. Because right now, the only thing that's going to save us is knowledge. The reason why, I, the, the only reason I would say possibly that it's not, and, and I can't die on this hill because you're way more educated <laughs> in this whole thing, is that for some reason, the psychotics in our world tend to worship this person. Of course, so, or this thing, this entity. It's entity. The reason why we do this, it's because uh, any sentient being is essentially afraid of expiration, and oftentimes you will find yourself doing what you are told. And uh, if you do that over over time, you're looking at epigenetic. The it's almost done on autopilot. On uh, most people who have a certain religion never actually read the book about said religion. 99% of Christians never read the Bible. Uh, at least 90% of Muslims never actually read the Quran. The Quran. But the point is they would call themselves that. So the point is some, some of us, we go on autopilot. And some of us who are very, like we call like a, uh, uh, hold on, I'll find that word. Very. Um, what I was just thinking, it would actually be very genius of these elites to yeah, be like, oh, the have, devil's terrible. They have, they have, you uh, don't want to worship this guy. And, uh, they have, and then uh, they're all worshiping. What do you call like a, um, you do not uh, want to worship this thing. It's got a goat head, for yeah, God's sakes. Look at this. If you have what you call like an addictive <laughs> tendency, that's the word. If you have an addictive tendency. Yeah. So what you wind up doing is whenever you go for something, you go for it hard. Mm. Some people, they say, yeah, kind of whatever. I don't come guy, they will get a couple of puff or whatever drug and they just get out or get on with it. But I know a guy who give him like a shot of alcohol, the next day is an alcoholic. It's just like some of us are literally because of a gene sequence, and I'm not talking about any manipulation, basic stuff. Some people are more predisposed to do certain things. And when they are introduced to certain practice, they tend to go harder. Yeah, at it. yeah. They tend to go harder at it. So it doesn't mean that those guys, they are part of some very special. No, it's just that they have an addictive tendency when they go something, they go something very hard. Some people, they're very mellow, relaxed. Yeah, hey, I'll do a little bit of that and that's nothing serious. But the point is, the point is, we always say that sometimes we say things, but we don't see how far they go. Who has ever heard the term, oh, knowledge is power? Yeah. We've heard that a lot. Right now, I'll give an example. Who has more money? Who has the most money on the planet? Who's the richest man on the planet? Oh, I don't know. Bezos. Bezos, okay. Now, Bezos has all the money on the planet. And I meet you two guys. I said, listen, guys. I'm going to give you 45 days to be richer than Bezos. He said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's not possible. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to take a look 
and what I'm trying to remember. What's Mark, Mark. Look and Mark said, look at my list, what happened? I got a little book right there. On chapter one, there's a formula that has an elixir that not only will eliminate every disease on the planet, but make you live 100,000 years. On book number two, there's a reactor that produces unlimited energy. On number three, I have a, a system that create a very a very specific neural link that allow you to actually vote without being influenced. And on the next one, I give you a formula to grow crops and even in the desert and have it being sustainable. And on number seven, I give you a formula to actually uh, 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 terraform any planet that you want. Number eight, I give you an engine that can travel faster than the speed of light. Number nine, I give you a blueprint formation that can travel through time. How long would it take you to be richer than any of those guys? 45 days. Give Not that's take. too much. <laughs> They'd be licking your boots in 10. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And uh, did I give you any money? Did I point you to a mountain of gold? But okay, so no. so then why aren't knowledge? Why aren't the people with this knowledge making it available? The point is, with enough knowledge, you can subjugate oh, mind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. With yeah. enough knowledge, you can subjugate mind. And those people, they have knowledge of the boatload. And one thing that you guys need to take from this, if anything, money no longer matter. Those guys, they can print that stuff oh, however yeah. they want. So you're, you're not going to save yourself by accumulating money. You need to get a bit of that knowledge that they have either to negotiate with them or to hide from them. I'm hiding. One of them too. How long do you think we got? Yeah, because how long do you think we got till it really goes to shit? Uh, I heard rumors. They're coming back. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming back. So 50 top 50 years, 50 top. I'm dead by then. But the thing is, in, uh, well, you're 17, so you. Well, the the, the reality of it is uh, is the fact uh, <laughs> you die, but you come back. That's the problem, and you go to the cycle again. Yeah. As I said, the stack in the sleeve was to put you out to something else. The the consciousness is downloaded. The, we we you understand the concept of multiple uh, dimension, right? We are living in a two dimensional world. There's a four dimensional world, and they are stacked on top of each other. So sometimes uh, we are in a two dimensional world. We live the physical world. So uh, consciousness are constantly in flux. Mm. So in order for you to actually make room to any consciousness that need to come and expand the third dimension, they need to have a body that they can actually house. So your job as an inhabitant of the third dimension is to make sure that you create stacks, sleeves mm. for any consciousness that can be that, that want to be downloaded to be downloaded. That's why our innate needs to reproduce. Because it all it not only makes sure that there's a stack, there's a sleeve for whoever's consciousness not allowed, but also when you die and your consciousness leave, if they want to come back, because we keep reproducing, there'll be a room for you again. That's why they say any uh, the, the prime imperative of any sentient being is replication. Right. Okay. So that means you're not just popping out because you want to have seconds for the sake of it. it there's actually there's there's an actual spiritual component to it that's why you actually also driven to do it yeah you think you horny that's true but in reality every time that you participate in sex you participate in the reproduction act i got it mark do you have any do you have any wild last questions no this has been fantastic thank you pierre i appreciate I got, learning I got one this. i got one last thing what is your take on why the elites are so obsessed with depopulation 
the less of us you have, the less likely you're going to have a genius popping out of us. Okay. A genius. Oppression, it, the suppression yeah. of our yeah, spirit, yeah. our creative but spark. It, it's, it's less people to fight. Yeah. Mm. Because they're small in numbers. They don't need that many slaves. Yeah, that's true. That nearly slave, but for some reason we 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 replicate like 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 rabbits. Yeah, like and that's been the issue from day one. We replicate too quickly, and um, so now we have an overpopulation of us. So that means what are the odds that you have one of us that's probably two hundred fifty IQ, and then uh, he's not on their side? So that people would argue that's Elon, but on their some side. people would say so. No. That means uh, imagine one of us going to chemistry. And we create a, a drug and like you remember like NZT? Yeah. NZT. It's a it's a Google NZT as a drug. It's actually it's a movie. That's a drug that turned any human being into a genius. It's it's fictional. It's that's, fictional. Oh, that's, I, feel, mm. I feel like I saw that. And put NZT slash. Yeah, that's the limitless movie, limitless. right? Limitless. Yes. So imagine one of us. We go and hide in some laboratory. We cut off the internet, and we cook a batch of said drug that start to produce geniuses. And those guys they hide themselves somewhere and they try to do things that actually truly benefit mankind outside of the influence of anybody else. Mm. And you know what we'll do? We'll create like a, a aerosol delivery system. We put that stuff in the atmosphere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with An it. aerosol version of a genius drug. Right. And then it's okay, let it let it loose. And now you have people that are able to connect on a spiritual level, on an intellectual level. It's kind of uh, like a uh, 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 yeah, because avatar. All, avatar. So we have our brain between neurochemical reactors, and we are able to actually unlock anything. Matter of fact, unlike some of the properties of the pineal gland, for example. And next thing you know, we can communicate with our thoughts. I can feel what you feel, see what you see. Uh, we heard that the, uh, they have remote viewing programs. You think that's something that if one human can do it, it's a property that's inherent to all humans, but suppressed. Mm. The thing that any human being can do, it's scientifically, if the right alteration being made, all human beings can do it. It, just, it takes one of us to create the, the process for the upgrades. I mean, you, it's like, remember like when we had the cutout on cassettes and when the first CD players came out, guys, and you go to Radio Shack or you go to uh, Best Buy and you sit in line and say, man, I want to get master for the sound system. Pretty much any car, they can gut out the old cassette and they can put a CD player in there, and, and, and CD in there for you. Now we have MP3 and stuff like that. So that means it takes one person to figure out how to do the upgrades. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we have 8 billions of us out there, that's 8 billions liabilities. Right. A lot of us are being kept and uh, and sleep with social media and porn, but and, and uh, every now and then someone's gonna escape. So I mean, uh, it's like the perfect prison. We tell you there's a, there's a history of a guy who got out. Well, I'm I'm definitely trapped. I'm <laughs> fucking writing yeah. my book, and I'll just put yeah. Pornhub on. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time they give you something for free, it is not in your best interest, right? right. Because if you can spend say four hours a week whacking off, and wow, then, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and it's okay. You know what? This next 30 days, I'm going to stop walking off. I'm going to take my money. I'm going to travel to Egypt and see for myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
bring your I've measuring stick. Schools. They always have all those uh, student exchange programs, telling them to Europe, things like this. They never took the kids to Machu Picchu. They never took the kids to Mohenjo-Daro. They never took the kids to uh, the Aztec Pyramid. They never took the kids to Egypt. Not having a tour guy, but ask people to go around and talk to the locals. Mm. And tell them the true history. If you talk to any Egypt, any Egyptian tour guide, they tell you one thing: whatever the tour is telling you is bullshit. Huh? Mm. Is is bullshit? They're you hiding. Mean, yeah. So, uh, uh, mainstream archaeology tells us the pyramids are a tomb, but they never find a body in there. Mm. Right. A tomb that's the largest structure ever made by man. A technological marvel called a tomb, but there was <laughs> never any. Uh, 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 bodies found in. Right. Not once I've defined someone buried in the pyramids. And all those side pyramids that they found on the other side of the plateau of Giza that had mummies in them, if you look at them, they were much smaller and much more primitive in construction that we could make those. So that means whoever made those, they did not share the technology with those who made the small ones. Mm. We, we still can't do it. I'd argue they can. But in order for them to do that, they have to show their hands. You cannot say, well, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. No. Those guys, they still have access to the technological process that was used. Keep in mind, guys, in the pyramid of Giza, there is no, there is no cement. There is no glue. Those stones, they lock together just by being locked together. They fit it together. You can take a Gillette razor blade; it will not cut to the middle. The 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 the, the spatial reflection of the carvings done in the pillars. There are a few micromillimeter in a, in a, what you call tolerance. So that means you need to have something that resembles a laser to actually cut them evenly, symmetrically, side to side. You mean to tell me a guy that was a slave with hands? Getting fed two meals a week, king, 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 doing this. <laughs> right. I mean, at this point, it's just basic common sense. <laughs> yeah. right. But you, you do enough, you whack up enough, even if you have brain cells, you don't know any better. And then they offer you a stimulus check, a couple of bucks in your pocket. They give you free housing in the, in the ghetto. They give you free welfare, whatever it is. And the next thing you know, you're happy to live your 80, 90 years and don't fake the most of it. And that's the stuff about 99% of humankind. Mm hmm. Humankind. There's a reason we stop being uh, 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 skinny and we start being fat. Now, if if I starve you to death, I look guilty, don't I? Well, and I wanted to ask you. I mean, you seem like you got a lot of this figured out. What's your secret, Pierre? How do you keep going? I I, I stop asking questions. I start observing, because when you ask questions, you give you an opportunity to lie. Mm. Science is three things. Observe, document, replicate, catalog. You observe what's going on. That's four. Well, four, yeah. You document, <laughs> yeah. okay. You document what you saw. You replicate it to make sure that it actually stands to replication. You do it several times, it's still the same, then you have that. Then you document it and you move on to the next thing. What people do, we 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 do not want to think for ourselves. Uh, René Descartes said something very uh, profound. He says, cogito ergo sum. It says, I think, therefore I am. I'm sure you guys have heard that sentence. So that means if you do not think, and I mean think for yourself, and you are regurgitating what you were told, then uh, you, you do not exist. 
you if you cannot think then therefore you are not if i think therefore i am i think not then therefore i'm not because if you're not thinking that you're not living you're just a zombie walking around <laughs> or doing whatever your boss tells you to do you have no brain the vast majority you guys know that because you're in a past that work the vast majority of people have a thought on their own they don't they 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 go around and march into the tune of whatever they were told growing up and they think that's good enough and uh, that's what we have right now. That's why they have so much power. Yeah, I Luke. can't help but feel embarrassed when I see these NPCs with the yeah, I mean, the uh, purple hair. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> oh my it, gosh, it it, it it is uh right now. And I don't mean to go on a tangent, but we have people that are applying to be basically member of Congress, right? They are Supreme Court judge and all that nonsense. So that means that someone those people might be part of the Defense Committee, right? So to a certain degree, they have access to nuclear weapons. So a person who's going to have access to nuclear weapons cannot tell what a woman is. I think that's a base requirement, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you want to have access to a nuclear weapon, there's a couple of questions that you should be able to answer without having to look at the political replication of what you are saying. Mm-hmm. So this is what we have, what we have right now. The reason why they need to control the population, they, they, they are doing a great job at controlling the population because they, uh, everything that used to be, that used to have a fee now is free. Back then, if you wanted to have access to porn, you had to pay. You had to actually go to a sex shop put a, a hat on and a big jacket and they give you your, your, your CD and a black bag. You go somewhere and not any place. So that's not working well enough. So I did do say, no, nah, fuck that. Just put that stuff for free. We're going to have all that stuff for free in uh, social media. You don't need a dollar to actually set up an account. And uh, two things that they told you, they make sure that we are, each one of us is addicted to something, but the vast majority was addicted to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, uh, what's the right word? We're addicted to, uh, to likes. Oh, this person like, like, like attention is the number one, possibly most addictive drug out there. Forget about heroin, opium, marijuana, uh, PCP, LSD, and all that nonsense. Attention is the most addictive. When you see a young woman going around and actually put her ass up on whatever social media and sit there and go depressed because somebody hasn't liked it yet. I mean, you have some problems. So, but that keeps you occupied. And uh, I don't care if you are in Kazakhstan or Kazmania right now. You have that girl that used to only have access to the girl, to the guy that was in his and her style. Now he's got a million in his DM and her DM. Try offering to fly her out wherever she wants to go, blow her back, and send her back home. Blow her back <laughs> <laughs> and send her back home. So this is a, so this and now she's gonna be. Different. We're going off the rails here. We're blowing back. Yeah, we're blowing back off the rail. So yeah, that's a rent, but that's the fact. That's a fact. All those means are means of distraction. Oh. Uh, if you're if you're telling the truth, if it's not entertaining, it's not gonna pass. Mm. If you're giving people knowledge. If it's not entered, so you have to put that little elements into it in order for it to work. But you have to watch the end. They are literally putting us to sleep because there's no way, even if you look at uh, the, the sheer numbers of those, uh, of those in charge, that they can actually physically keep control. Well, you can tell people are asleep because you, you say, like uh, even my own family, you say, hey, this jab might not be the safest thing. And they just go, oh, you're nuts. You're like, not, yeah. <laughs> Everybody think it's not going to be them. Yeah. It's not going to be them up until it's them. And uh, I have one last thing that I want to say, like a theory. I do believe that somehow, somehow they have, and I use they very loosely, they have managed to be able to actually suck up all spiritual energy. 
This is what Sam always says, right? Loose jacking. Uh, spiritual energy. Because right now, they don't need us to do anything that robots or anything like that can do. So uh, uh, the physical labor, I mean, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like the very essence of your consciousness is being drained from you. Because when you live in a third dimension, that's supposed to be there forever. You're supposed to be migrate and evolve and ascend. Right. That's why I to talk about illumination, enlightenment. Mm -hmm. Even when Jesus, not just Yahshua, told you that if you have faith and you ask the mountain to move, the mountain shall move. What he meant that when you achieve enlightenment, you go down to your most basic energy form. Since everything in the universe is made of energy, you connect with everything on a deep level. So they are an extension of your being. They'll do what you ask. Take a human being. Take an electron microscope. Cut a piece of their skin. Go deep enough. It's all light. Mm. It's all light. And somehow, some people, somehow... I believe I could be all wrong, but they managed to be able to tap it into that. And uh, when we have it, and, uh, it's almost go back into the metrics. Now we're going all over the place. In the metric, they use us as energy sources because of over body heat. Oh, the matrix you're saying. So imagine yeah. you have 8 billion plus battery that can suck the life out of. And if you manage to tap the spiritual energy. Mm. And in and, and many ways, if you truly need to become a real God, that's what you would do. Because a, a, a God is a creature or an entity with an unlimited amount of spiritual energy. Right. So since you cannot generate that much on your own, how about you suck it out of anything around you? Right. So this is why, and many would they won't get rid of us, in my opinion, but also we are going to be related to very menial existence. But the beautiful thing is they manage to make the most of us okay with it. Right. Well, I mean, even the word battery, another definition for it is a, a unit of men in an army. So, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. yeah. Now, whenever you're looking at any religious practices, what they tell you, you need to worship God. The word worship in the army literally means to work for. Mm. The word worship, to worship is not, oh, no, it's not like that. It's literally to work for. There was a time we needed to work for him to physically do things. Why is that every single that is a sacrifice you have to present food and, and some animal? We're talking about a God, a spiritual entity, a supreme being who has <laughs> yeah. no need for nothing. Why does he want your cow and, uh, and, and your sheep and your, and your orange and your apples? That's somebody who wants to eat. Okay? That's somebody who wants to eat. So that's why they wanted this offering. And when those guys left, and uh, guess what was happening? The priest kept taking that stuff in and still made people believe that they were still back there. They were still there. And uh, it is so hard. Like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So now they realize that we've, we've outgrown our need for those things. Because keep in mind, if the Niberian had a million years ahead of us in technology, now... Let's say we have 10,000 years of technology under our belt. Maybe like a 1,000, okay? They haven't stopped developing the technology either because we have started ours. Their lead never ends. If we have 1,000, they have 1 million, 1,000. Mm -hmm. So they haven't stopped their technologies before ours. Matter of fact, the technology to actually revive the dead, the Nibirian developed, they did that when they were in Egypt. The reanimation of the of the if you're not the edition of the dead or the practice that they did to actually reanimate the dead. 
it is not it is actual thing right so that I mean they did that to, uh, because they found they could not go back home so they were smart enough to actually pull that off so uh the the, the idea of oh I, I want to live forever they've gone past that already right so they don't need they they they, they essentially have a lot of characteristics that you actually attribute to an actual God being being immortal. But I, I uh, the most I say the most addictive thing to a God would be power, because almost, people of power never seem to have enough. And this is coming straight from Black Nostradamus. Yeah, so. people of power never seem to have <laughs> enough. So yes, we are addicted to attention. <laughs> we are addicted to attention. That's true. But uh, those in charge are addicted to power. So we have to find a way to get rid of all the attention addiction and maybe like take some of the power back. But I, honestly, I don't see how we're going to pull that off. I don't either. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be down uh, here. So no. I, 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 I'm just going to play my card, die, and uh, uh, reincarnate up until this shit is gone. Boom. That's, that, that's my that's my that's my game plan. I mean, something better might come around. And I might I'm now I'll see you later. I'll probably <laughs> be some jacked Italian around, guy. This is this is the way I look at it. it, it when you defeat it, just admit to it. You know what I mean? You're not gonna win this one. Right. Mark, what do you think? You think you got we got a shot? I think I need to get into the Temple of Doom with you guys and work out so we could all fight these guys together. I mean, yeah. oh man, you welcome. Anytime. We were just shooting some firearms. Yeah, welcome anytime, any wow. day, man. Uh, it's a uh, it's a very welcoming house, and uh, we we just have fun. I mean, at the end of the day, I have to tell myself that I need to find a way to make myself content and find purpose. Mm. So if I can figure out a way to make this existence a little bit more tolerable for another human being, I've done my part. Well, isn't that so ironic, too, the the world we're in right now where everybody's so focused on making content, but they're not content with their lives. No, and really, not. we should be pursuing a higher ideal like the one you're, you're doing. And, and Pierre, I think you're a trailblazer. So I've been excited throughout this whole conversation, not only because of everything I'm learning, but I know that my audience and Luke's audience is already learning so much just from this conversation. Well, I'm happy I'm able to share whatever the bit that I know. And the uh, thing is, I want everybody to go out there and actually collect a piece themselves. Not The first thing, you don't ever take anybody's word for it. Uh, any keyword that you might have heard, Google it, follow the trail, and then see what you come up with. The reality of it is, if you're going to tell a good lie, a good lie is mostly made of truth. And then you have a little bit of lies sprinkled on top, and that's what to get you. If I wanted to get you guys in a very bad contract, the wording of most of the contract would be good, but there'll be a couple of lines that you don't see that your lawyers missed. And that's what I'm going to use not to pay you at the end of the program at the thing. So if what your job is, most of those books, those stick, those scriptures, they, they, there's full of truth, but there's enough lies in there to doom you. Your job is to go out and weave out the actual piece that is true and learn to separate the two from the lies. So look, go around and collect a little bit of it. You go around and collect a little bit of it. I go collect a little bit of it. And then every now and then we get together and say, hey, what did you get, man? I, oh, I, got, I got this, I got that. And then we put it together and we see if we can actually come up with a puzzle that makes all three of us better. Because if I have one, two, and three, it is no longer, we have basically what we have to the power of three, not one plus two plus three. So we get to exponentially go out because I don't have the mean, the resources to go and look at every single scripture. There oh, is. it feels like you do. Uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> it's like in your head. But you, but 
you can put a couple of hours, I can put a couple of hours, then my two hours per week becomes six hours a week. And your particular insight allows you to see things that I might have missed right. or got or interpreted wrong. And you do the same, you do the same. So three heads put together right now. You remember like when they had the first quant- uh, play- painting computer, single core? Mm. I can guarantee you right now your laptop is at least quad core. Mm. Quad core, yeah. a, a server is 64, 120 cores, and it makes it go a little bit faster. Because it's it's uh there's there's strength in numbers. Exponential right. growth. Exponential growth. So we one alone cannot get this done. Mm. But the idea is we need to operate like viruses. A virus is very tiny. All right? It's very tiny, but a virus can put the wood on its knees. Right. So we need to find the knowledge, the inquisition virus, the the curiosity virus the clarity virus and actually find a way to infect him and not get our heads hacked <laughs> off by yes, the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Be okay, the so, virus. Uh, don't yeah. be succumb to the virus. No, I love don't it. try to be the, don't try to be the surgeon that operates. You cannot mm. fix this by operating on the, on the, on the issue. Right. You're going to fix this by actually spreading a virus. That's going to be so powerful and spread so quickly that it's going to become a thing. And the idea is not me trying to fight someone. Uh, even those who oppress us, I don't wish their death. It's not what I'm looking for. I'm trying to be able to achieve human potential. Right. So I'm not sure. I'm not getting your way, wherever you are, whatever species you are, as becoming the best version of said species. But for God's sake, let me be mine. Mm-hmm. Well, and the last thing I'll say is, this is uh, the, the first time I met Pierre, you know, you hear a lot of these terminologies and these crazy thoughts uh, in the world of podcasting, but never in my life did I meet someone who actually spoke about it in person. Like I'd never met anyone who sounded like a tinfoil hat podcast listener or my family thinks I'm crazy. Like at Pierre, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, most people <laughs> I can't are believe this. comfortable using as shock value, yeah. but few people are actually willing to, uh, put the pieces together and see how the tapestry of it actually makes mm. sense. Yeah. Every time you see something that happened, it's a reaction. If you fall back uh, as the first domino fail, you see the sequence of action that led to said reaction. Sometimes you say, Hey, why is it that I'm not, uh, we always want to bang the next check. And then I say, well, this, 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 this leads to that. Why is it that I'm behaving like that? This, 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 that. Why that, this, this, that. So you you want to look at the source because if you don't look at the source of the problem, all you do is put Band-Aids on it. Mm-hmm. All you do is put Band-Aid and most guys, they're comfortable telling a couple of things, get a couple of views, collect their YouTube check and be happy. Oh no, but what I meant, what I meant though mm-hmm. was I, now I'd never met anyone in person and that's who what, understood history or even this Anunnaki yeah. ancient knowledge as well as you or anyone who even said it. it no, they won't, it. they won't, they won't, they won't. Even if they, yeah. But anyways, I, I got to take a piss. I'm fasting, so I need water. <laughs> um, but Pierre, I mean, Mark, if you want to end it, it's your podcast. I mean, I guess we're doing a swap cast, but yeah, we're going to put this out on both feeds and Pierre, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate thank this. I'd love to talk pleasure. to you again. I, uh, I wish you guys a uh, long life and enlightenment. Uh, and uh, hopefully uh, next time we meet, we have baby, more to teach each other. Baby, baby, baby. I'm a 
little extra terrestrial Trying to stay human in a cesspool of professionals But I confess too much off of the tongue All my aunties and my uncles shield the ears of the young I be saying shit and they don't know where it's coming from In like a hundred years we went saw a bomb from guns Check the facts, check the fed, check the stars Stanley Mines was murked for a water fuel cell car They each they own, you can stick with your old ways But eat the rich and drink the motherfucking Kool-Aid And I can see the red on your lip stain White skin, blue collar, pure American made Fuck it You can keep your blood soaked heritage And run the soul off the moon landed narrative Yeah, my girl thinks that I'm embarrassing My folks think I'm nuts but never question the parenting Stuck in bed so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots but it's all kinda hazy I'm on the internet feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pap thinks I'm un-American and shady I'm feeling unhinged lately Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily You could tell me that the president's an alien It wouldn't phase me My family thinks I'm crazy Think that I'm off in the deep end Want too many Netflix docs on the weekends But check the budget for our military defense Tell me we ain't scared of something not within reason Steel beams, another 1492 And 9-11 was the red, white, and blue And you be lit off the floor, riding ain't got a clue All your dreams just shit on a Rockefeller shoes Don't believe a damn thing a politician ever said Ain't one brick left to go up in the Fed They still got bricks of cocaine to make crap Oxy's killing the working class, FDA's whack Talking like this, got kids talking behind backs. Too much to unpack, so they talk smack. And I'm just trying to converse with my clan, but it ain't fan. So I'm here setting up camp. Stuck in bed, so my boss thinks I'm lazy. Connecting dots, but it's all kind of hazy. I'm on the internet, feeling like I'm Dick Tracy. My pack thinks I'm on American and shady. Yeah, I'm feeling unhinged lately. Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily. You could tell me that the president's an alien, it wouldn't phase me. My family thinks I'm crazy Anything out.